Now, back to your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. Mark Aflalo and Mitchell Whitfield with you. Follow along on Twitter. It is at your tech report. Facebook.com slash your tech report. Of course, our email address, contact at your tech Some interesting news this week out of a company that we uh, we have become friends with, the Ford Motor Company, this time related to the brand new Mustang. On the line with us right now is Mustang Marketing Manager, Mark Schaller. Mark, welcome to your tech report. You've got some exciting news and we can't wait to hear about it. Thanks for having me on. Yes, we're excited here at Ford to to announce that the Ford Mustang is the best-selling sports car in the world. Um, so since our launch in 2015, we have brought the Mustang global. We've brought it to over 140 different countries throughout the world. Uh, and as of last year, 2016, uh, we've become the best-selling sports car in the world. When you say since uh, 2015 brought it global, has it not been global until then, really? That is correct, yeah. So over 50 years of production, uh, mainly a North American car. Um, in 2015 model year, we had an all-new uh, car from the ground up, um, new design, new engines, chassis, the whole deal. Uh, and we even added a right-hand drive version for the first time uh, straight from the factory, which allowed us to now ship to, to countries all over the world, including um, you know Australia, Germany, uh, the U.K. It's been great. Uh, you know what? I have to be honest. I never, I didn't actually realize that, and that that kind of expands where I'm going to go with next. What has the reaction been for people outside of North America to finally be able to, I guess, natively get the car? Because I'm sure people have been importing it, right? Oh, absolutely. So, funny story. Uh, over in Australia, they've actually had people converting them to right-hand drive on oh, their God. own for years. <laughs> um, so now that we're actually doing it for them and shipping the car. Uh, they can go into the local Ford dealer and buy it. The uh, the reactions have just been uh, overwhelmingly positive. They've been uh, so pleased to to be able to buy a Mustang. Uh, a lot of these people have wanted one for years and just not had the opportunity uh, or the access to be able to get one. Well, it's, it's, I guess you're putting those uh, people who are modifying those cars, uh, they're not very happy with you, but I guess that's a good thing in the end. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, th- they will learn a new way to modify the cars because just as, as we do here in the States, the people overseas still want to customize them. Um, so I have a feeling they may just shift their business a little bit to uh, to modifying the cars that we end up selling. No, no, definitely. T- tell, tell me something, Mark. You know, the brand, the Mustang brand, as you said, you know, for over 50 years of production. How important is that brand to the Ford Motor Company? And I think it's extremely important. Um, Mustang represents uh, a lot of emotion, a lot of, um, you know, it gives you that, that sense of confidence. You get in and you drive one of these cars, it, it's like nothing else out there on the road. And um, at least for those of us here at, at Ford Motor Company, um, I know I drive one every day. A lot of the, the, the employees here drive one every day. Um, it is just a, a way for us to show our passion and enthusiasm for cars in general and, and really kind of bring it to life in, in the Mustang. Now tell me something. Over the years, obviously, the design has evolved so immensely, obviously, due to technological advancements and just safety issues and everything. Have you have you met much resistance from people who liked the previous model and didn't want to see the change? What has your experience been over time that you've been there? Well, it's kind of funny because um, each time you introduce a new model, there's... <laughs> Even as successful as the 2015 car has been, which it's been beyond our our expectations, um, there's always that initial resistance to change. Yeah. Um, I think everybody sort of, uh, by the time a car gets to the end of its cycle, uh, they 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 notice it. They they are in love with the styling. Um, so anytime you make big wholesale changes, at first I think people are it needs to grow on them. Um, but once they sort of get over the initial wave. Uh, they usually tend to grow to love it, and, and then by the end of, of that particular car's life cycle, they don't want to change again. So um, I think it's 
it's necessary in the sports car segment. Um, being fresh from a design, from a, a performance standpoint, is extremely important. It's really what makes the segment go. So um, we're trying to make sure that we keep this car fresh while not losing its its DNA, its core. Um, when you when you see this car. If it didn't have any badges on, I still want you to know it's a Mustang just by the look of it. Oh, and you and, and you know absolutely categorically do you? I mean, they call it a cycle for a reason, right? It's a cycle for the car itself, but it's also a cycle for the ownership as well. When we talk about people, you know, putting up some resistance. So, so Mark, tell us about this model year car. Tell us what's new technologically wise. What are we expecting to to experience once we sit in that car? Sure. Uh, so 2018, we're, we're refreshing the car. So from the outside, you're going to see a revised styling from the windshield forward. You've got all new, so headlights, fenders, fascias. Um, you've got 10 new wheel designs. When you sit in the car, uh, we've been adding a lot of technology, uh, but technology that, that really furthers the, the driving experience. And, and one of the really neat pieces of technology being added in is an all-new digital instrument cluster. So replacing the analog gauges with a full digital cluster that you can customize, you can change the view to three different appearances, you can change the colors. Uh, so that option we, we feel will be very popular uh, both here and also around the world. I'm guessing we're going to see the, the new version of Sync in this car as well? Uh, Sync 3 uh, is in there. We will have um, the new Sync Connect, Sync Connect uh, with Ford Pass integration as well. Um, so we're, we're trying to add those technologies that uh, are available other places in the in the Ford showroom, uh, but also to try and push the the performance edge as well. So you're also going to see a Magneride damping system available on the car. You're going to see a, an active valve exhaust that you can change the tone and the character of the car as you drive it down the road. Well, we've seen we've seen so many features. I mean, we did an interview a couple weeks ago about the all new Navigator, for example, and it's it's very cool to see how similar pieces of technology are are used among the family of cars. But it's also especially important to note when when it comes to the Mustang and when it comes to a lot of these cars in general is that the the implementation is done in such a uh, it's hard to even describe. It's such a discreet way that you do, it doesn't affect what you're in this car for, and that's that driving experience. Yeah, and that and that's number one. Um, when our team gets together and we determine what goes in the next car, um, it's all about making making your experience better, making it uh, tailored to your individual taste. So one of the, the the things about Mustang that we always try and do is we try and give the consumers the choice. Uh, the way you drive your Mustang is different than the way I drive it, and my settings are usually going to be a little bit different than your settings. Um, so we want to make sure that they have that ability to personalize the car, and that's always been central to kind of the Mustang DNA. It's what we try and do as we develop the new ones. It's so funny, as you say, my settings versus your settings. Can you imagine, you know, 10, 15 years ago, even having an ability to have custom profiles per driver? <laughs> yeah, it, uh, technology has come a long way, but that those are the instances where we like to think that uh, technology is actually improving the experience, uh, where in, versus you know detracting from it or taking it away. You still want that uh, that visceral experience when you drive the car. You you want it to put a smile on your face, and you want it to. Um, you know, remind you of, of the good times. Well, I, I promise you that I'm going to reach out to make sure I can I can spend a couple of days with that car at least before before I, I let you go and I congratulate you obviously on this incredible milestone. Can you tell me? I'm going to ask you one of the hardest questions. Where on earth do you see this this brand in ten years from now? Um, <laughs> I know it's hard. That is, that is a difficult question, but I actually see it continuing on the same kind of path as we are today. Um, you're hearing a lot of. Uh, technology coming in the market. You're hearing a lot of, you know, autonomous vehicle uh, yeah. or semi-autonomous coming in. 
Um, but I think there's always going to be that customer out there that enjoys the driving experience yeah. and that wants a car that that gets your blood going. And and we're hoping that uh, in 10 years from now, we're still here making Mustangs and, and producing that same effect as we are today. Now, Mark, are there going to be variations like the you know, the Cobra brand and the Saline brand? Uh, I would assume so. Um, part of the, the customization and, and what people like to do with their cars, um, there's always that desire after they buy it um, to, to push it and, and put their own spin on it. And I would expect that those different brands would, would continue as long as we do. Well, Mark Schaller, thank you so much for joining us. We're excited about the news and uh, we can't wait to get behind the wheel. It is your tech report. Mark Aflatlow in Montreal, Mitchell Whitfield in Los Angeles. Follow along with us on Twitter. It is at your tech report, facebook.com slash your tech report. Our email address is contact at your tech report.com. There's still time to enter for that Disney Treasures Funko giveaway. Head on over to yourtechreport.com or our YouTube channel, and we will award that next week. Plus, next week, some Mother's Day gift ideas from our friends over at Best Buy. On behalf of Mitchell Whitfield, I am Mark Aflalo. Thanks for joining us. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on Facebook.com. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance, and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. It is your favorite girl. That's right, it's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.